2: and this show is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness, a company specializing in life-changing nutrition education and therapeutic nutrition counseling. You know, our topic today is about depression in women and how nutrition or the lack of nutrition can affect women's moods and energy levels. Mm-hmm. You know, some interesting facts about depression. One in five women develop depression at some point in their life. One in five. Interesting. Wow. And women are twice as likely as men to have depression. That's very interesting, too. Mm. And depression can hit women at any age. But the highest risk years are between 40 and 59. You know, those kind of those menopausal years. Right. So what are some of the nutrition connections to depression? You know, even thinking about that may be a new thought for a lot of people. More than, you know, there's more connections than most people can even imagine. Mm-hmm. So today we want to explore some natural antidepressant eating habits and brain nutrients that if you are experiencing depression, you can start using to lift your moods and energy. And joining me today are two nutritionists who are great nutrition educators. They're motivators, they're listeners, and problem-solving solvers that help people daily to utilize antidepressant eating habits. Isn't that an interesting term? It is. Right. So first, joining me is Leah Wetzel, who sees clients at our Weight and Wellness Mendota Heights location and also has many clients she works with by phone and by Skype. Right. So, Leah, welcome to the show. So first question, what is one mood-lifting habit you teach clients? Well,
0: first, great to be here
2: today. Thank you.
0: Yes. And, <laughs> you know, at Nutritional Weight and Wellness, we, you know, we work with all sorts of clients, you know, young women, young as 12, you know, upwards of 20s to 30s who have significant amount of anxiety and depression. Lots right? of anxiety. We like it all it? the time. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, my go-to mood lifting eating habit is to get depressed clients to eat eggs and vegetables for breakfast. That's a pretty simple one. It is. It's really simple, Sim- more simple than people think, mm-hmm. right? But you know how rushed people are in the mornings, right? Mm -hmm. Especially teenagers. It's hard to get them to sit down and eat their breakfast. Oh, parents tell us that all the time. I know it. So, you know, I often go to our great egg bake. You know, this egg bake is using hash brown, you know, as the potato on the bottom instead of bread. You know, adding some spinach, getting some vegetables in there. And it's really great tasting. And, you
2: know, some people even throw them in little muffin
0: tins. Yes. Oh, it's a great way. You can heat it up and run out the door.
2: Yes, or Mm -hmm. not even even heat it up.
0: Just eat it. Eat it (laughs) it (laughs) cold.
2: So our egg bake recipe is on our website, weightandwellness.com, or you can find it in our cookbook, the Weight and Wellness Cookbook and Nutrition Guide. And it gets rave reviews. It does. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh
0: Yeah, so my number one mood lifting recommendation is eat breakfast. You know, I've found that for women, this especially is a really great mood lifter.
2: So also joining us today is Kate Crosby, who sees clients at our North Oaks Weight and Wellness location and also has many long-distance clients. Kate, we know at least 20% of women at some time have depression. Interesting. That's a lot of people.
3: One in five. I really think that number is much higher because, you know, so many women unknowingly create depression in their brains from following a low-fat diet. Right, mm-hmm. young women often have that mistaken assumption that if you eat fat, you're going to get fat, but it's really not true. Simply not true. Simply not right. true. Many people, young and old, don't realize that a low-fat diet actually can lead to depression and anxiety. You see, our brain is sixty to seventy percent fat. It needs good fat to have good moods. Right. So, you know, back in the 60s and the 70s and the 80s and the 90s, everyone was encouraged to follow that low-fat diet and even a low-cholesterol diet. Mm -hmm. However, the rate of anxiety and depression increased. But still, most women are continually obsessed with thinness and still believe that fat's going to make them fat. Mm -hmm. That's
0: right. That's right. You know, in fact, you know, there's a study published not that long, a few months ago in Finland that linked low-fat diets to depression and even suicide. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The study conducted by the National Public Health Institute, Helenskyi, actually fo- followed 118 men for 8 years so it's a long-term study and found that those who followed the low-fat, low-cholesterol diet were at greater risk for depression and suicide. So
2: but That's really amazing, even suicide, suicide. Right. not just
0: depression but even suicide. Yeah, so pretty By following a low-fat diet. Right, right. Our brain needs fat. So my number two lift, mood-lifting recommendation is to include one tablespoon of healthy fat at each meal and snack and snack in, per day. Hmm. So that equals out to, you know, six to seven tablespoons of good fat, which will keep you, the blues away. So, uh, you know, Leah, let's just talk just a minute here. What
2: kind That's of good-, good fats?
0: Yeah, so some of my go-to good fats mm-hmm. are butter. You know, mm-hmm. I'll I'll have that or coconut oil or olive oil, um, for cooking purposes. Mm-hmm. Um, I love avocados, nuts and seeds. Those I like com- olives when olives. I do. Olives, yeah. My snacks. son, my yeah. son loves olives. He could oh, eat a yeah. whole jar every day. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so fat fats are are vital for they our are. brain. They are. Right. But, you know, when I'm
3: working with uh, women clients who are experiencing low energy or depression or insomnia and anxiety, I always recommend we take a look at how much protein they're eating. That's a good one. Um, You know, are they eating eggs for breakfast or some chicken for lunch or steak at dinner? Steak? Steak. (laughs) You get to eat steak. Who doesn't love that? Yeah. Yeah. Or are they including some protein for snacks? It's often a a challenge for a lot of people is to think of protein with your snack. Right. So that could be something like deli meat or cottage cheese. But remember, peanut butter doesn't count as a protein. It's a fat, and you can use it for a fat, but it's not a protein. I know that one just floors people all the time, doesn't it? Well, they've been told by some professionals the protein <laughs> is a fat. I mean is a pro, uh, that peanut butter is a protein and yes it has a little protein in it but it's pretty hard to get that protein. And it also has some
2: carbohydrates in it. it does. Yeah. But yeah, it's know. mostly a fat.
3: Right. Women it seems are always trying to save those calories and eat low fat. So they cut out the meat and they cut out the eggs yes. and they cut out the fish to reduce the fat calories. And in return they miss some nutrients. Mm-hmm. So what nutrients may be missing? Many, many nutrients. You know, let's dig into some the deficiencies of key nutrients that are linked to depression. That's a great idea.
2: So the first one that I would look at is vitamin B12. Right,
0: yeah.
3: So one
2: study found that vitamin B12 deficiency in 27% of depressed patients. Hmm. So that means that more than a quarter of the people with depression have a vitamin B deficiency. I, hmm you know, so what's the typical range of B12? Uh, normally, it should be somewhere between 200 and 1,200. Yep. But several studies have found that when B12 is in the range of three to 400, these patients continue to struggle with sleep problems, depression, and even memory loss. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So kind of, the, we always think about what would be the better level. 600 level, there were no symptoms occurring
0: amazing oh,
3: aim, aim for that 600 level uh-huh. right on your right b12
0: so thinking about that information on b12 really leads me to understand that this one simple nutrient for the brain when deficient can lead to depression and anxiety i think that's
2: an inter- interesting important right. fact mm-hmm. one simple nutrient, nutrient. Yep. deficient can lead to feeling sad right.
3: Yeah. right right Well, and then I think we need to ask ourselves who might be deficient in B12.
0: Right. Yeah. That's a great question.
3: A lot of people, women who cut out eating meat, they're only thinking of saving those fat calories for meat, not realizing it could affect their moods. They're only thinking of that skinny tummy. Well, that was me back in the 70s and 80s. Yeah. No meat. Right, right. Yeah, that's Lots right. of depression, no meat. <laughs> yes. Oh, very good, Kate. And right, Kate,
0: along those lines, who else can become deficient in B12? Often vegetarians because yeah. they're lacking in eating meat. And meat is the source of, of all of our B vitamins, especially B12. Okay, Kate, I have to ask you.
2: Yes. So vegetarian too? Oh, you betcha. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Big time. Are you now a vegetarian? No. I mean, anyone who knows me knows that I carry a lot of meat around with me at
0: all times. And are you
2: having problems with depression? And no depression.
0: Right, (laughs) lots of good energy. Yeah. Well, it's break time, guys. All right. You're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. One of the best classes that you can take to help give you more energy and better moods is our Weight and Wellness series, which is starting the first week in April. This class series is six weeks long, and it's jam-packed full of helpful information to improve all areas of your health. In fact, 94% of Weight and Wellness participants see health improvements. So I want to just uh, talk a little bit
2: about our amazing nutrition educators that teach these classes.
0: Right. And
2: I am very proud of their passion and commitment to make sure that they teach in a way that helps you use that information to make changes. Great. And that's what it's all about taking that information and using it to improve your life.
0: That's right. Mm-hmm. That's great. So, yeah. how do people sign up? They can sign up online at weightandwellness.com or call our office at 651 699 3438. Questions about depression? Call us in the studio today at 651-641-1071. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition.
2: I'm Darlene Cavist, licensed nutritionist. I'm here in studio today with Kate Crosby, nutrition counselor, and Leah Wetzel, licensed nutritionist. We have our Great Metapause Survival Seminar coming up next Saturday. March 28th at our weight and wellness location in YZ, And it's going to be from 1030 to 330. And you will, manage, you will learn how to manage hot flashes, mood swings, insomnia, and even weight gain without the possible dangerous side effects of traditional hormone replacement therapy. Mm-hmm. So, so come spend the day with Joanne and myself. We both have experience with menopause, and know we really do know what works and what doesn't. And we're going to even provide an organic, delicious lunch for you Yes, and snacks. Um, so you can sign up online at weightandwellness.com, or you can call our office at 651-699-3438. And really, honestly, you don't have to suffer with another sleepless night. And right. that seems to be one of the most common,
0: Very common. complaints
2: about menopause. Mm-hmm. And right. I think we've got that one figured out. Yeah.
0: Perfect. So should we take a caller? Yeah, we got a caller um, on right, the line. Let's do that. Laura, thanks for calling Dish Net Nutrition. You have a question for us today? I do. Um, regarding the meat mm-hmm. segment,
1: I was curious about nitrate-free um, beef jerky.
2: I think that's perfectly fine. Great. Oh. It's a
0: great snack. Yeah. Yep. Great. That's what I wanted to know. See,
3: well, there we made you, it you go. Sample for yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> and
0: that's a great, yeah, that's a great snack option to have, especially on the go. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Thanks but for yeah, the call. To be honest, meat
1: scares me with the nitrates and yeah, yeah. stores yeah. yeah, and you can't we, buy nitrate-free meat anywhere.
2: Well, you can you at the can. co-ops and at Whole Foods and different places right. like that. And, but you do have to go to those places. That's true. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. All right, thanks for the call. I bet yeah. a lot of people have that
0: question. Yeah,
2: so we also recommend some little beef sticks, right? That um, help me with some of the names. So Thousand Hills Cattle Thousand Company. Hills, yeah.
0: You know, if you're if you're in the Twin City area or regional, they have a great beef stick, and they have some hot, like whole beef hot dogs that are nitrate free, gluten free, MSG free. My son loves them. Mm-hmm. He he. Whenever he's in the fridge, he's always asking for one of those. <laughs> um, and also Ferndale Turkey. Farm, um yes. for yeah. no farm um in Cannon Falls, Minnesota, they have great turkey sticks that again that are great for traveling and they have a lot of different flavors with those that are nitrate-free, MSG-free. Mm-hmm.
2: And I think, you know, a, a lot of places throughout the country if they yes. have a food co-op or, you know, one of these like Whole Foods or Trader Joe's right. or any of those they yep. have the nitrate-free, nitrate-free deli right. meats. Mm-hmm. yep. yep.
0: That's yep, right. So It's good. And Trader Joe's, too. They mm-hmm. have their brand has a gluten-free, nitrate-free okay. chemistry. Most of them are. Maybe one is not gluten-free, but cheap, too, compared mm-hmm. to some of the co-ops or Whole Foods. Mm-hmm. Okay. Five bucks opposed to ten bucks.
2: Yeah. So we were talking before break, we were talking about who can become deficient in B12. So this may surprise people. People who take acid blockers, you know, I think what's happened is because of people's poor diet, they start having acid reflex. Right. And mm. then they are put on an acid blocker. Mm-hmm. And really, this medication, you know, it has never been studied for long-term use. It was oh, really so recommended for people using it for a couple of weeks. Which is kind of scary because people are on it
0: long-term. Yes. Years. Yeah.
2: So honestly, we need stomach acid to create B12, and we need to get that from our animal protein. So here's one study showed that 12% of 25,000 patients on acid-blocking medications were found to be deficient in B12, mm. which then led to depression and anxiety. So look at that. Hmm. 12% of those patients were deficient in B12.
0: And I'm just wondering, too, what is, the, as we talked about earlier, the deficiency scale... You know, Mm -hmm. it's pretty, I mean, you're pretty low when you're Mm -hmm. deficient.
3: Yes. Right. Right, Exactly.
0: I think that's a good
3: point, Leah. Right. Mm
0: -hmm. You're much below that 300 mark. Right. Which we, you know, we want at least 600. Yes.
3: Right. So you might be asking, well, how much protein do women need to eat to get enough B12? You know, most of us need at least four ounces of meat with our meals and two ounces of meat with snacks to support that B12 level. And help make our brain chemicals, things like serotonin and dopamine. Right. So, you know, B12 is made from animal protein. So that could be, it could be made from your steak or your eggs or chicken, pork, even whey protein powder. Mm -hmm. Protein is also the building block for our hair and skin and Mm. nails. Mm. So often when people start to lose their hair, that's another indication that they're not eating a sufficient amount of protein. Right. And that can lead to depression. You know, whenever
2: I have my hair cut, which seems like I have to have it cut every couple of weeks. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Peter always says, Tar, you have so much hair.
0: Yeah, <laughs> hair, a lot of hair. Right. It's all that meat we eat. That's <laughs> right. That's right. You know, and here are some other symptoms of low B12. Extreme... Tiredness or fatigue. Oh, yeah. We see that with people all the time. Right, mm-hmm. Yeah. A lack of energy or lethargy. Being out of breath. Ah, sign. That was kind of
2: an interesting mm-hmm. symptom.
0: Right. Being mm-hmm. out of breath. Right. Right. When that it make you know, sense. Yes, totally does. Feeling faint. Headaches. Mm. Ringing in the ears or tinnitus. You know, I just no, had no an email
2: are. for a question. A person asked me that question. You know, here it could be just a B12 deficiency. Yes. Mm
0: -hmm. And a lack of appetite. You know, and like we were talking about, Dar said that people can still experience symptoms of low B12 and still test in the normal range. And optimal levels are about 600. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: So another simple solution to depression that is often overlooked is low vitamin D levels. Right. So if you have depression and don't know your vitamin D level, I would highly recommend having your level checked. There are many studies linking low vitamin D and depression. In fact, the lower the vitamin D level, the greater the chance of depression.
3: Mm -hmm. You know, I think we all realize when we're out in the sun, we feel better. Yes, Yes. (laughs) Sun is such a mood lifter. And we get vitamin D from the sun. So why does vitamin D and sun lift our moods? Yeah,
2: that's a great question. Mm -hmm. You know...
3: Researchers are finding that vitamin D helps some of our brain chemicals work better. It's just that simple. Vitamin D helps a very special brain chemical called serotonin. That's one many of us are familiar with. Mm -hmm. Um, Many people know that some antidepressant medications also help serotonin work better. But, you know, for many, all they need is a sufficient level of vitamin D to have less depression.
0: Wow. That's amazing. Yeah.
3: No side effects with that either.
0: Right, right. You know, if you want to lower your risk of depression, I recommend maintaining your vitamin D level between 50 and 80. And, of course, we also recommend having your vitamin D level tested at you know, every year, you know. And, you know, my next, I would say, as far as mood lifting recommendation, mm-hmm. is to make taking vitamin D an antidepressant habit. Simple. So, simple. Very simple. Simple. And people who have a problem with taking supplements, this is an easy one. It's, it's tiny. It's tiny. It's a
3: tiny little gel oil. Yep. You know, and yeah.
0: very quality forms can be yep. relatively inexpensive. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah.
2: And But I think it should be like an oil base. Right. It, either liquid or in a little soft gel. Right. It's much more effective. Yep. So at least a quarter of the population is deficient in vitamin D. Hmm. But in the northern areas of the world, the rate is much higher and we find many people need 2,000 IUs to 5,000 IUs of vitamin D to maintain optimal levels.
0: Yes. So. Right. That's right. Are you telling us we need it's to? It's time to go to break. Okay. All right. So you're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. Of all the psychiatric disorders associated with insomnia, depression is the most common. It has been estimated that 90% of patients with depression complain about sleep quality. If you struggle with sleep and depression, please stay tuned because when we come back from break, Kate is going to share with you some safe and effective ways to improve your quality of sleep without the side effects of sleep medications. Questions today, call us in the studio at 651 641 1071.
4: At the end of a busy day, it can be tough to get motivated to get out the door for another obligation. And once you're cozy at home, who wants to go back out? But you still want to work on ways to feel better, and nutritional weight and wellness can make that easier. Right now, their popular Balanced Foods for Balanced Moods class is available online, so you can balance your time, too. This class shows you how to use real food to reduce negative moods, increase energy, improve memory, and manage stress. And did I mention it's delicious? Get the same breakthrough coursework taught by the experts at nutritional weight and wellness, but from your home and on your schedule. Find how to feel better with the Balanced Foods for Balanced Moods class and do it in your slippers and sweatpants. Sign up today. Go to WeightandWellness.com and register in a snap. It's online learning from nutritional weight and wellness that helps you balance your time too. Go to WeightandWellness.com. What are you waiting for?
3: Nutrition. I'm Kate Crosby, nutritional counselor. As Leah promised, I'm going to share with you a natural sleep aid that's non addictive and doesn't leave you feeling drowsy the next day. Drumroll? That sleep aid is L-theanine. So L-theanine is an amino acid. It's naturally found abundantly in tea leaves. L-theanine can induce the alpha brain waves, which are our relaxation brainwaves. I and learned
2: so much when I'm on this show. <laughs> I know.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Leah, for that information. Right. <laughs> Without becoming addictive. Using L-theanine, you, you also won't have the other side effects associated with sleep medications. Yes. You know, a recent review study published in the Journal of American College of Nutrition found that taking 200 milligrams of L-theanine before bed can support improved sleep Nice. You know, also because L-theanine doesn't cause that daytime drowsiness, it's very useful any time of day that you need to ease stress or you have a lot of anxiety. I know I recommend it to, to clients all the time. I do too. And... I even took some this morning. (laughs) I think I did too.
0: Yeah, right. And I think we all
2: did, right? We did.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's great. I, you know, I often recommend it for clients that have like a big presentation at work, or if they know that something's gonna cause stress or anxiety. It just really calms that edge. Yeah, exactly. Does it make you sleepy? It just kind of helps you focus. I had a client that once said that she used to get her sign of anxiety and stress was sweaty armpits. Mm-hmm. And then when she takes her L-theanine, she doesn't get sweaty armpits. Oh, my gosh. You, <laughs>
2: interesting. Yeah. Yes. Very so, interesting. Right. Great for traveling.
0: It is. Oh, yeah. yeah. So uh-huh. we have some yeah. callers on the line. Okay. All right. Great. We'll so, take a few. Great. And thanks for calling Dishing Up Nutrition. you have a question about meat snacks? Hi, Anne. Hi, Ann. Oh, Maybe we lost Ann. All right. Yeah, we lost the go, Okay. All right. Maybe she'll call back. All right. That right. sounds
2: good. Well, you know, before break, before the call, we were talking about vitamin, vitamin D, D and
0: recommendation amounts. Mm-hmm. Right. And we
2: were talking that most people, especially people that live in the northern latitudes or the northern parts of the country they need 2,000 to 5,000 I use of vitamin D daily. I take 5,000 I do, day. too. I take mm-hmm. 5, so.
0: yeah, especially that time of year, yeah. Mm-hmm. So in the fall, you know, our clients often start to complain that they are feeling more depressed and fatigued, having more cravings for junk food. So I encourage them to start on vitamin, vitamin D. It is such a simple solution to low moods. It's a simple deficiency in this one nutrient that can lead to a miserable fall in winter, and we and we don't need that. No. So
2: here's another idea: if you have a loved one in a nursing home or assisted living facility, and they just are not themselves, and I hear this all the time, from you know, mm-hmm. my mom just isn't herself any longer. Mm-hmm. It might be that they're just having a low level of vitamin D, right? And even bone pain is often. Mm-hmm. Heightened by lack of vitamin D. So if they're having a lot of pain and they're not feeling very good, I think including 400 or 4,000 to 5,000 IUs of vitamin D daily. And then have the nursing staff take your loved one outside.
0: Yes. At the noon. noon. When yeah.
2: the sun is the highest and they're going to have a mood lifter. Right. Yeah. Simple. Well,
0: we got Ann back online. Oh, okay. We'll take Anne's call. All right, Ann. Anne. Thanks for calling Dish and Nutrition. Do you have a question today about meat sticks? Is that right? Well, I was going to give me another option. Oh, there's, great. Um, there's a, up in
1: Princeton, Many Pastures is a farm up there. Oh, yeah. And I met the Roger is the, he and his wife are the proprietors there. And I met them at the farmers, Minneapolis Farmer's Market. And mm. they have their, their alpaca sticks meat sticks in most of the co-ops
0: yeah and, and i think they're, they're ground alpaca too i've had some of it
1: they do they right. have burgers they have they have bones for the dog yeah. and oh, they, good. Have, <laughs> they have all sorts of great stuff and there's no nitrates or nitrites great and,
3: great suggestion yeah, and they're
1: really yummy so and they're and they're lean without but they're but they're not tasteless they have really good flavor so i've really loved that as an option so yeah. what
0: was the name of that farm again Many pastures, many pastures up in Princeton. Okay, alpaca is yummy. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Way all right. Yummy. Thank you. <laughs> Great, thanks, thanks Anne. you. Great. We have some more callers on the line. Oh, okay. Great. So, Harry, you have a question about yeast. Harry, thanks yes. for thanks for calling Dishnut Nutrition. You have a question today?
1: Yes. Um, several times I've heard people talk about yeast in the gut, uh, how it can be bad for your health. I've never heard you talk about it on your program. Do you deal with yeast in the gut, or do you believe in that, or that it is an actual problem for people?
2: I think it is for some people. I think it's been overrated in the past at one time. It's kind of one of those things that a lot of people talk about at one time or another, and then it kind of goes out of, I don't know, it's Fention. not as popular. <laughs> yeah out of fashion, and then it's back in. But I think on an individual basis, I mean, if people have been on antibiotics or, you know, prendazone mm-hmm. or any of those kinds of medications long-term. a long-term, right? yeah, they're probably going to have an imbalance of yeast, fungus in their intestinal tract. And yeah, it's a good idea to treat that and work with that and to rebalance it. Mm-hmm. But right. I don't think everybody has that problem. You know, right. right. and at one time, I remember a few years ago, uh, it was like everybody had that problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And now very, so popular. we do talk about it. And right. We do work with people individually with an you know, yeast overgrowth or candida mm-hmm. or right. whatever you want to call it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks Thanks for the call. Yeah. We, thank you. We have another caller. Okay. That's- Scott, thanks for calling Dishing Up Nutrition. You have a question about depression and diet? Scott? Yeah. Great. Thanks for calling. You have a question today?
1: I do. Um, I try to keep my nutrition really good, uh, but I do have depression. I've dealt with it for, well, darn near a decade. Mm-hmm. I'm, on, I'm on medication. I'm about ready to do another uh, life-changing thing, and that is quit smoking.
0: Yay!
1: Now, cause, you know, I finally heard that that's actually bad for you. You know, go figure. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm curious to know, dealing with the depression and even with the, the, the supplement or whatever that I take for it, Um, is the, the, the chemical imbalance with, you know, losing the nicotine and all that other stuff, is that going to alter my depression and or.
0: Oh, say, we we that, oh, we lost him. that. Oh, we lost him. Yeah, he's not online. line. Well, give Possibly. us a call back if uh, we lost the last part of your question. Okay, because I didn't hear that last part. He was wondering about the nicotine and the effect on the brain, I think. Oh, mm-hmm. how, okay.
3: How how, giving it up is going to affect his depression. Oh, okay.
2: Right. Well, he certainly is going to go through some withdrawal. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think he has to make sure that he's taking... Uh, some supplements to help support that right actually we have like a sublingual b vitamin that yeah. i often have people take when they're coming off of nicotine nicotine mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that really helps to reduce that anxiety and depression right and what is
0: uh, that it's call?
2: it's high in b12 of course
0: oh, yes 12. Do you remember the name of the supplement?
2: Um, no. Um, but it's a subling- B12. So. Sublingual B12. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Or a sublingual B, B vitamin. Right.
0: I think it's our source natural. Yeah, it yeah. is. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. great. I mean,
2: but hopefully they'll call back.
0: Yes. So. Call back again. Right. All right. So, we're going to move on to another simple deficiency that could lead to depression. And that is, you know, a mineral your brain needs to function well, and that is magnesium. A well-functioning brain needs magnesium to work right. Magnesium is our natural relaxation mineral, and low levels of the simple nutrient magnesium often leads to anxiety, depression, muscle cramps, PMS, and insomnia.
3: You know, a lot of people have trouble staying asleep when they're low in magnesium. Even the quality of their sleep improves when they start taking it. Mm-hmm. Right. <clears throat> Sometimes PMS period cramps can be reduced by taking a good quality magnesium supplement like our magnesium glycinate from Nutrikey mm-hmm. you know i we have worked with so many
2: young especially teenage yep. 18 year olds that age that's having terrible cramps, mm-hmm. have them take magnesium.
0: And it really helps. goes away. It takes the right. edge off. Right. And some might be, even be surprised that their chocolate cravings magically yeah. disappear when they start supplementing in with magnesium. And some people don't even like that because they love their chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, it, you know, it's it is odd, but people often crave chocolate when they are deficient in magnesium, you know. It you know may sound odd, but the chocolate is high in magnesium, and our bodies and brain are really no best, you know if we listen
2: if we listen right? yes, and most Americans do not get enough magnesium, you know the recommended daily allowance is three hundred to four hundred, but really, the average American is getting around two hundred and fifty milligrams, so seventy eight percent of the population yeah.
0: is deficient
3: in that one nutrient.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. And the number keeps rising. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, and, you know, we're not getting enough magnesium from our food because so many Americans eat processed foods. Mm-hmm. So then... We have symptoms of anxiety
0: and depression and insomnia. Right. It's you just know, that simple. That's right. And many of us live in a very stressful environment. You know, we work long hours, are stressed financially, and we have, you know, we're just really stressed. And our bodies use up our supply of magnesium, so we become deficient and we start having anxiety and depression. And I think that's an interesting point because when we are under
2: more stress— And we're putting out more and we're working longer hours and we're doing all these things. Yeah. We do get deficient in magnesium much faster. Mm -hmm. Right. So we it's almost like everybody should be supplementing with some magnesium glycinate, it seems like. Yeah. I mean we all do. For sure. For sure. Mm -hmm. Great. So if you're experiencing anxiety, you can't sleep at night, you have eye twitching or muscle cramps. You know, I recommend supplementing with 400 to 600 milligrams of magnesium glycinate. And a lot of that, if it's for sleep, do it before you go to bed.
0: Right, right. Well... It's break time again. Oh, all right. You're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you want to eat healthier foods but find grocery shopping overwhelming, then our grocery store tour is the solution for you. We will show you how to navigate the never ending aisles of food products and finally make sense of the food labels. After your tour, you will save time and money by using our proven shopping techniques avoid trans fats high-fructose corn syrup, MSG, and other food additives that can sabotage your health, and manage gluten-free shopping. Easily compare brands and select the best products for you and your family. To sign up, um, go to our website at weightandwellness.com for more details or call our office at 651-699-3438.
3: Nutrition. For those of you out there who are truly struggling with debilitating depression, I really think the best approach for success is to make regular appointments with one of our nutritionists who can help you every step of the way. We work with people all the time to help improve their mood with real food and supportive supplements. No one person is the same as the next. So an individual plan to meet your unique needs is necessary for success. Scott, our caller, this may be you. Right. You know, wouldn't you agree, Leah? Yeah. Yeah. Individual appointments make all the difference with this kind of issue.
2: Because there's so many different individual nutrients that can be deficient. And it's hard to, because we only covered, we're only covering a few today. Right. Yeah. on what affects depression yeah
3: there's many if you need to make an appointment for uh, consultations be sure to call our office at 651-699-3438
0: all right so we got some more callers okay busy day all right julie thanks for calling you have a question about magnesium supplementation I do. Um, I have a almost
1: 13-year-old who has pretty bad anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm wondering, I, I heard that you can use that. Now, I'm wondering, can you use it in um, the supplements in someone that his age?
2: Oh, sure. No okay. problem.
1: Yep. Okay. And then how much would you recommend, like, I'm not... I'm just kind of starting with the vitamins, and I'm not sure what the dosage should be for someone like him.
2: Well, I would probably do about 300 milligrams of, like, magnesium glycinate, mm-hmm. and they're usually, each tablet is usually 100 milligrams. Okay. So, like, three a day, and either it be before bed or spread out through the day. It's right. fine.
1: Wonderful. Well, thank okay. you so much. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks you for bet. the call. Right.
2: Yep. You know, magnesium, a lot of kids are low on magnesium, right. that's for sure. Oh,
0: all those. Mm-hmm. Lois, thanks for calling Dishyut Nutrition. You have a question about fasting.
1: Yes, I do. Thank you so much for taking my call. Yeah. I, I appreciate the work that you ladies do. Thank um, you. I'm 60 years old, mm-hmm. and for the first time, I decided to see if I could fast for a day.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: I, you know, I've never done it before, and the first, you know, I did. It was pretty grueling, and then I thought, well, you know, I made it 24 hours. Maybe I can make it another 24, and that was easy. And so I I thought well I'll do it for 3 days so I did it for 3 days and I wasn't even hungry it got easier as time went on and I'm just wondering was that good for me should I do it again why do people do it and why didn't it bother me as much as I thought it would why wasn't it as hard as I thought it was going to be Well
2: you know we kind of recommend, we don't recommend that people fast basically uh-huh. because most people are very toxic these days uh-huh. And when you fast you are getting rid of a lot of toxins but sometimes you can't get rid of them fast enough. Right. Well, your pro- liver pro- can't over can't really get rid of them and so it's better if you're going to fast to do it we think eating organic vegetables and using you know organic meat and having a balanced diet drinking is probably the better drinking the water is a better way to do the fasting. Uh-huh. I think oh. once you pull out the sugar out of your diet then you're not. You don't have that appetite. Is, and so yes, it becomes easier for some people.
0: Yeah, and um, your in your metabolism slows. Everything slows down when you get into that real big fasting state. Uh-huh. So, um, it, the hunger, yeah, subsides. You know, a lot so of people. So yeah. the
1: next time I should just try organic vegetables, a lot of water, and I don't really eat that much meat. So, okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Good. All right. Great.
1: Thank Interesting you. call. Thank you. Thanks.
2: Okay, so we were actually you know we've been talking a lot about different nutrients, so yeah. basically, when you think about this is nutrition, anxiety, depression these are very complex topics, yes, and being deficient in just a simple nutrient can and often does lead to depression. You know, we'd like to share some interesting research about how cholesterol mm. may be affecting your depression
3: you know we've all been told that a low cholesterol number is healthy. But what does research say about cholesterol and depression? You know, there are lots of studies that have found that depression and anxiety rates are actually higher in people who have low cholesterol numbers. Very interesting, isn't it?
0: That is, yes. A study conducted in Sweden in 1997 found that out of 300 healthy women ages 31 to 65, the ones with the lowest cholesterol numbers had the... had significantly more depression and anxiety than those with the high level of cholesterol. So you know, the low levels. Right. More depression. Right. That mm-hmm. was me.
3: Okay. Low, low, low level. Lots and lots of depression. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> cholesterol is vitally important for brain function. This is according to Dr. David Pohlmutter. He's the author of that really popular book, Grain Brain. And he says your brain uses 25% of all the cholesterol you have. Wow. And cholesterol supports good moods and a sense of well-being. Very true.
2: Yes. And often people are prescribed cholesterol-lowering drugs, as we all know. We have many that come to us. Yeah. You know, as they get older, that's what happens. And many clients come in for consultations because they're just not feeling right. Right. You know, they've kind of lost their energy. They're experiencing brain fog. They just feel down. And these are all signs of depression. Could it be from the low cholesterol levels Hmm. or a side effect from their cholesterol medication?
3: You bet. I mean, it makes sense to control cholesterol levels. But the healthy and the best way is through nutrition. Right. And again, you know, when one simple nutrient is deficient, we can experience low moods and anxiety.
0: Yes. And if you're experiencing depression and anxiety... There are many small changes you can make that we believe can potentially raise your mood and energy. And so let's, you know, just give a few some of our ideas.
2: Well, you know, first, drink eight to ten glasses of water. Yes. Mm -hmm. Stop with the pop and the juice. Yes, Mm -hmm. you need to hydrate. You know, when you fly, it's just, I I was just shocked. Mm -hmm. Everybody was ordering a Coke or juice on the flight, and I was like, I think I was the only one that ordered water. Right. I thought, H- how can this be?
3: Right. You know, your brain tissue is mainly water. Yes. Yeah, you need that. Um, Secondly, you might eat breakfast. Give up the cereal, but start eating eggs and vegetables.
0: Right. Yep. And check your vitamin B12 levels. Supplement with B vitamins if necessary. A very good quality supplement to make sure you know what it contains in the label
2: because we just heard that there's a lot of vitamins and
0: being mm-hmm. sold now that, that don't say what they are well or, it doesn't or, even have anything right in it. That, mm-hmm. that's because they're fake right because they're it's unregulated and yeah. so unless you're a company like us mm-hmm. who self-regulates and provides really quality mm-hmm. supplements um you don't know yes right and you know another thing
2: certainly add an omega-3 supplement and our fish, our fish, I don't know where that came from, our <laughs> brain needs omega-3 to function. It does. And most of us need about 3,000 to 4,000 milligrams of omega-3 daily.
0: Right. I yep. feel great when I do about 4,000. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To uh, raise those moods
3: and lift the depression, you need to get enough sleep. Right. Yeah. And that means eight to nine hours. Adding magnesium glycinate to your supplement list can also help you stay
0: asleep. Right. You know, and... You know, eating sufficient um, animal protein. We encourage you to eat protein with each meal and with most snacks.
2: I think our last caller, the lady that was fasting, right? Mm -hmm. You know, it's kind of interesting. She said, You know, I don't eat much protein, I don't eat much meat. And we keep saying, especially if you're experiencing some low energy or sleep problems or a little depression. We keep encouraging people to eat animal protein, you know, four ounces for meals, two ounces for snacks. And yes, I know women are not in the habit of doing that, but it does make a difference.
0: It really does make a difference. And that's where I start oftentimes with clients. Um, And, you know, I get emails back all the time saying, I feel so much better. Yes. Now we
2: have a supplement that I actually formulated. It's called Crave Control Plus. It's a great supplement to support critical brain chemicals. And you can go to weightandwellness.com and click on products and you'll find a whole description of Crave Control or just call our office and be happy to talk about it more Mm -hmm. for people.
0: Right.
3: Right. So another uh, suggestion for reducing this uh, depression is eat six to seven tablespoons of healthy fat daily. Your brain needs healthy
0: fat to function. Your brain is pretty much fat. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It needs that healthy fat.
2: So a well-functioning brain leads to good moods, great energy, and a sense of well-being. And I think that's a first step that people have to think about is that they've got to work with their brain to overcome some of these things like anxiety or depression or even memory. I mean, yes. it's a brain function. Right. So if you have a friend or a family member struggling with depression, you know, forward this show's podcast to them. You know, maybe their depression is simply caused by low vitamin B12 right. or by Vi- vitamin D. Vitamin it B. can be so simple. They need mm-hmm. more
0: protein. So exactly.
2: simple nutritional solutions can give really powerful, powerful results.
0: Yep.
3: That's right. And we see that every day. We do. And that's right. what makes our work so exciting. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the power of real food. Real, yes. real food. Uh, so, it was an
2: interesting show. I hope that we've answered people's questions today yep. about but we know that we just basically touched the touched a little bit of information on depression. Right. Mm-hmm. And we know that people have different levels of depression and sometimes it takes a lot of work individually with people to get to the core of it and to support that brain chemistry so that um, they can actually lift their moods and feel better
0: right yes. and it isn't
2: doesn 't happen overnight it's it 's not like doesn't. if you take a antidepressant, sometimes people feel better almost immediately, yep uh but this takes the longer time to reheal the brain and make it so that it functions well
0: right, right, and that 's why we talked about encouraging people. we want to see them come back multiple times to mm-hmm. really help you know. The, through, uh, We're here to help through the journey of yes. healing. Yeah. Right.
2: Well, thank you, guys. Yeah, have a great
0: day. I love you. All is groovy. Thanks for listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you enjoy this podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes. The content and opinions expressed are those of the hosts or presenters. They are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Statements made with respect to products have not been evaluated
4: by the FDA.